A sip of the tea. A sip of the tea. Um, Tyler, I'm so berry and cream. What? <laughs> we were talking about berries and cream before we started recording. Uh, Tyler, I'm so excited because this is the first of many incredible episodes we will be doing covering mm-hmm. the one season wonder mm-hmm. Bravo show NYC prep. Tyler, you recently looked yes. at a where are they now uh, piece <sighs> about them. Will you please tell us what you learned? Okay, first of all, it was from April 2020 when people were getting really desperate for content. So you know Us Weekly was out there just being thirsty as fuck. Yes. So um, I <laughs> I did a bit of a deep dive. It seems like Taylor was the only one who didn't want to comment um, and was just like, I was really young when I was on the show. I didn't want to comment. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, fuck. I, maybe she had a bad experience. I mean, I'm not surprised seeing her on the show. It oh seems God. like her experience was not a 10 out of 10. I oh, my mean, gosh. Taylor was like, I will not revisit this trauma for your entertainment. Thank you very much. Good for her. Love that for her. Um, so uh, PC in 2018, I believe, who also is the grandson of like a literal billionaire, <gasps> just to be clear. Who founded, I think it's the Blackstone Group, which is, I believe, a really, I I don't know, some financial something. I don't want to misspeak, but like, I think, you know, like an investment, something like that. Boring, boring (laughs) Um, money stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Money, money, money stuff. Anyways, so he's, yeah, a billionaire. Like, he's rich as fuck. (laughs) He's on the show. I was like, you know, I was like, yeah, they're like rich. But then you're like, oh, no, you're like fucking rich. That's like a different level of rich. Chuck Bass rich. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, he was Chuck Bass. They cast the Chuck Bass. I mean, we'll For get sure. into that, of course. But yeah. so he apparently married someone um, in 2018, I believe, in Vegas. And uh, Eve- Ivana Trump was there. Um and yeah, didn't love that. Um, but they're just friends. Apparently, the marriage is a friendship marriage. That's what US Weekly said. Was mm-hmm. he married to a woman? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay, for some reason, I must have heard this elsewhere that he came out since the show aired. That's what I thought as well. So I, you know, but if I it's mean, a friendship marriage, then maybe yeah, I think that's what say. it is. Yeah. And I was like, live your life. I love that for you. If you're happy PC, I'm happy for you. Don't like your guest list. But other than that, yeah, your guest list could use some work, but we fully support the marriage. Yes. Um, and uh, I basically my favorite was Camille. Um, and she essentially she did not go to Harvard. Spoiler alert. But then did do essentially what she wanted to do, which was go like, you know, be in what was it like the head of uh some I, I thought I don't know if it was bioengineering or what she said on the show, but essentially like she went and did that fucking job. Like, she was that like the Blair was... Waldorf of this show. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was I was really I was really happy for her. Um, what about Jesse? <laughs> really that lo- fucking terror. 
Oh, yes. Okay, so just to confirm, Camille went to uh, William and Mary, great fucking school, a degree in neuroscience, which is what she wanted to do. Um, and she moved to California where she works for vegan wellness brand Arbon. So, she works for Arbon? Right, yeah, like I okay. think it's high, high up. Yeah. I know, but like I wanted better for Camille than a pyramid scheme. Yeah, I think maybe she's in the science department of creating products, which oh, like makes me. Think. So she's not I don't on the think business she's slinging side. The, no, she's not slinging a face cream. You know what I mean? She's making I think, face fingers cream, crossed, like in a yes. lab. Yes, yes, that's what I'm uh, interpreting. Um, wow. So. Uh, our girl, Jessie, you know, had mixed feelings about being on the show. She went to FIT. Good for her. Um, she got a job, quote unquote, working for a luxury brand. Um, and she married investment analyst Jason Brown in summer of 2019. Um, so we love that. So Jessie's um, still rich. Yeah, Jessie's still rich. Uh, Kelly went to the new school. She did have one single, Gave Up on Love, in 2011, which went to Billboard's Breakout Hot Dance Club chart. So very okay. exciting. Okay, Kelly, we're And Sebastian, Sebastian's still hot. Um, he... <laughs> Um, he actually interned on Watch What Happens in 2013. That is so meta. Um, yeah, and he graduated from College of Charleston. I was like, of course, he went to school. He looks like he should be on Southern Charm. Such a Southern um, boy. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he works in real estate and uh, and got married also in 2019. He's like such a cutie. So I, I can imagine that. him like giving someone like a house tour and being like, look at this skylight. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Look okay. At ju- this just open concept. <laughs> <laughs> and then he flips his hair. Um, okay. Just to be clear, I, I I misspoke. Tiffany Trump attended PC's wedding, um, and he married um, a woman named Quentin. And she did tell Page Six that uh, they've never had sex. It's pure friendship. And I said, honestly, it's really sweet. Good for y'all. <laughs> Quentin. She. Quentin. Yeah, right. so PC catching and all up. Did they yeah. tell you what PC stands for in the article? Yes, um, Peter. Let's just undo that closed tab. Um, Peter Holding Chamberlain, Holding, please tell Chamberlain. <laughs> um, uh, Peter Carey Peterson. Peter Carey Peterson. Wow, that is a rich boy yes. name if I ever heard one. Because he is the grandson of billionaire Pete. Or Peter Peterson, founder Peter of the Peterson. Group. Yes, yes. Uh, no wow. wonder he went by PC. Um, so yeah, that was the journey I went on. It was really fun, and I was like, "Wow, we really needed content bad in April of 2020." Desperate times, you know. There was one time mm-hmm. when I was 18, and I the show was like airing at that time, and I went to New York mm-hmm. for the first time with my dad and my sister, and Alex and I, my sister Alex and I, went to Bendel's or maybe it was Saks. Mm. We went to some fancy ass store in like Manhattan. And we were like, have you seen PC? Mm-hmm. And the salespeople were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and we're like, we, we heard PC shops here. And they were like, we don't know what you mean. And I want to say we were joking, but honestly, we probably weren't. No, I love that. I really <laughs> hope you weren't. That's so good. We That's really wanted so to see him good. like in the wild, like shopping for like petite scarves. Okay. I feel like I... I have not seen I see more celebrities, of course, in L.A. or at Disneyland than I've ever seen in New York. Mm-hmm. But I did have a uh, 
Jenny sighting, <gasps> Jenny and Zoila, um, <gasps> when they were both still on the show, they were both still on flipping out. And I <gasps> saw them in New York and that was like the best day of my life. <laughs> Where did you see them? In Chelsea, I think, near Chelsea Market. Like I was just walking and they got out of a car and I was like, 100%, I know who both of those people are. Okay, I feel like that's I really obsessed. impressive. I, I think New York celeb sightings seem more impressive because everything's so tightly packed together that it's just one huge yes. game of like, where's Waldo? Whereas in LA, it's like, oh, I'm at this smoothie bar with like five other people. One of those people is, you know, it's Ed famous. Westwick or yeah, whatever. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. A lot of my friends have seen Sarah Jessica Parker. I have yet to see her. That'd be the dream. Oh God. I get on Demois like- and uh, you know how on Sundays they do like where have all your favorite celebrities been this weekend? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Every other story. I always look for the LA ones because I'm like, I want to know who's here and I want to know where they're going so I can be a loser and yeah. go there too. And lately it's just been you. all New York centric content. Oh, well, let's I be like honest. That. I'm also like scoping for like I'm looking for Charlie and he's rarely. I know you are. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I, I, at best, I'm going to see Vince Vaughn in Chicago. So ah, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Vince Vaughn wow, that was pretty good. Ah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you can make it better. That's really accurate. I should start <laughs> just a TikTok channel of my Vince Vaughn impression. Honestly, that's niche enough to go viral, I think. So. And, and my Florence Pugh impression. Like Florence Pugh. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Um, oh, my God. Okay. Episode one. <laughs> Let's dive we in. Are, we are lit. We are lit like a candle today. Um, uh, episode one came out in 2009. I said, wow. Wow. Wild. So it's just a wild time. 12 years old. 12 years ago. Hoo-dee. Yeah, 12 years old. Um, the top one half percent. Love that title. Terrifying. Um, terrifying. Also just obsessed with what I mean, where the title ca- came from. That specific line. We'll get to it in the episode. Fucking Ugh. destroyed me. I was dead. I was I love so this- much of this is what? No, you go. I was going to say so much of this is so egregious and so enjoyable at the same time. Oh, my God. Well, apparently, yeah, apparently the parents, there were a lot of like Upper East Side parents when this show came out. There was like an article written. I have to find it where the parents were like, we are very upset by this show. This does not represent what our families stand for. And like, these are not the types of kids that like a representative of Upper East Side prep school scene. It was all these like old money, like stuffy people being like, how dare you showcase, you know, Upper East Side families this way. Oh, my God. But then you're like, were you mad about Gossip Girl? Because I mean, I'm sure I mean, people were furious about it. It was yeah. so fucking inappropriate. But like, sorry, they're I'm like the truth kid. hurts. Like, this is what they're yeah. doing. Sorry, you Teenagers don't see are it. fucking scary. OK, right. Like, they're so scary. No matter what, like financial bracket they're in, teenagers do fucked up shit. That's just reality that's what it is yeah that's what it is i loved this intro sequence where we got all these insanely hilarious sound bites from all the kids Ugh. like jesse is like america proceeds new york city prep school kids as being very stuck up very bitchy and wealthy and and i wrote chuck i didn't write pc i literally wrote chuck oh. he's oh. like there's definitely a lot of exclusive things about being in prep school in new york it's the elite of the elite you can buy your way into a lot of schools and people do 
And then someone oh says, it's kind of disgusting how much money everyone has. And then I love yeah. that Camille goes, oh, the schools are within a 20 block radius. So everyone knows everything. If you're a little drunk and a little high and everyone sees it on Facebook, you're like, what was I thinking? Obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. And then Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like, even sex know. Sex is a part of prep school and there's like naked pictures floating around of girls you had sex with or whatever. And I'm like, that is so fucked up. My God, I love that their interview, like their interview set was just <laughs> on a soundstage with a winged back leather chair. I was fucking getting like a, t- a side table and a lamp. Like, like a it stack was of so, books. Yeah. They're like elegance. Yeah. <laughs> like, eleganza, <laughs> extravaganza. I was dead. And the plaid logo of it all. I mean, it's all so good and so terrible. It's just oh, so fucking crazy. So 2009. And I also, you really? know what I love about Camille? I, f- I have a feeling this is be- going to become um, a Camille Stan podcast. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. But like, I love that Camille is the Blair and that she's like, I want to go to Harvard. I want to have two kids. I want to be a neuroscientist or whatever the fuck. But she's also yeah. like, oops, like if there are pictures of you drunk and high on Facebook, like that's a bad thing. So like Camille parties. Like Camille gets yeah. down and I think yeah. Camille fucks too. Yeah. Well, I think in, in the teaser for the rest of the season, yes. she definitely goes to third base. So yes. listen, and then when I he love sees that like, for her. He's like, who's a virgin? She's like, we're not going to talk about that. And I feel like that's her way of being like, I'm not a virgin, but I'm not going to fucking say that on camera PC. So please don't ask me to. Oh my God. I love that for her. Good for her. Good, Good for, for her. Camille. Justice for Camille. You can do, she does it all. She has her fun. She's not in a place of book smart. She's in a place no. of I'm going to party and I'm going to like hook up and get fucked up. It's amazing. I really love her. Yeah. Yeah. The, the early aughts of NYC. I mean, this footage of New York basically looks like it was from the seventies. It looks so old at this point and it's all like really fast. It's like cars going by people walking fast. New York is a fast place to live. Like it's like so fucking intense. Um, I do really miss New York. Um, but PC and Jesse are talking about getting into colleges and they've like been friends forever. And PC is like, if you don't get into school then someone can make a call and then you just get in and jesse's like i don't want to do that that way um your <laughs> jesse is so much better i'm not there yet no, um, and i love it and bc is like uh money is power it's what it is and money flows <laughs> like the wind uh definitely supposed to and i was like oh great you're definitely supposed to be chuck bass like for sure this, i mean the sunglasses and the fashion show like geez the popped collar like clearly he is a billionaire so like honestly i can't shit on him for that oh but yeah like, his eyeliner obsessed obsessed and Lived. jesse's like i she's like uh Operation Smile. I treat my fashion like my children. Uh, I've been uh, working with a sales associate at Barney since I was 13. And Jesse is lit on Operation Smile. And PC says that there are way more important things <laughs> to worry about. And and she was like, and you know, just like most people support causes for clout. So whatever. Um, and I was like, oh my God. I, I honestly though lived for the fact that PC was like, okay, Jesse, like you literally just want recognition. Like you're so full of shit yeah. and then he like tries to mention like that there are more important causes in the world and the first thing he comes up with is women being sexually assaulted every day and jesse's like okay but what about admiration smile and yeah like, you guys are a fucking mess okay i have to say i love that jesse does live in a place of south park in your voice <laughs> and it's my favorite thing she so- <laughs> <laughs> just becomes cartman she like devolves 
<laughs> Similar to how I end up sounding like Butters when I'm trying to talk like Serena. You're like, eh, eh, Butters, eh, Butters. Come on, you guys, Butters. <laughs> <laughs> I also oh love God. that. Um, I love Jesse's style. Like it's, mm-hmm. she loves like statement necklaces and like, there's just that like boho, like Sienna Miller esque yes. like styling that is very Serena esque as well. She's totally yes. trying to be like this Serena Vanderwoods and like Upper East Side darling. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And this whole scene, yeah, establishes that they have some tension in their friendship, but they're like besties as well. Right. Which we love. And I love that they're trying to make it mysterious and we're like, Y'all like dated or fucked or something and now you're friends. All right. Yeah. Like nothing. Everything is so transparent, but they try and like ring out a storyline. Like teenagers are simple beings. Like what really you see are. is what you get. They you know, really are. Oh, speaking heart. of simple beings, we get Kelly with an eye and oh. she's 16 years old. She lives on the Upper East Side and she's like, I lived in the Hamptons for six years. And then I decided to move back to New York City. And we see her singing in the studio, which is what brought her back to the city, her desire to be a singer. And she's in the studio with her goat vibrato singing a song mm. that goes, I said, girl, you got letting go and we'll cheer you on. I'm obsessed. Taylor Swift could never. Yeah, Taylor Swift's notes app and her phone could never. Never. And the fact that, okay, we talked about this off the mic, Tyler, but will you please explain to the listeners Kelly's living situation? Oh my God. Okay, it's truly harrowing. First of all, like, so their parents live in the Hamptons, right? It's her and her Mm -hmm. teenage brother. Um, And, but her parents got her a condo in the city. So her, she and her brother could live together. They've never used their kitchen. Like, uh, clearly their parents have decorated it with all of this, like, oak and, like, mahogany furniture and, like, weird paintings of grapes. Like, it's awful. (laughs) Um, But they're just left, like, unsupervised, and they just order out food. But re-watching it, because I had to watch this twice, I was like, I need to remember what this world is to even remember what's happening. Um, I really think they did this for the fucking show. Like, I just am convinced. Oh. I was like, just because I was like, wait, this condo is like brand new and y'all live here and like you don't have any any food. Like, I don't know. It's all very sus. But I mean, I won't pull it threads because I think it's fucking ridiculous either way. That's so um, true, though. They probably were like, you can use the condo for filming. We don't really want to be in the show. So we'll right. just live in the Hamptons while you're filming. And her like knockoff Jennifer Coolidge mom is like, Oh, yeah. yeah, she's like, what's on the schedule for tonight? What's our homework? What do we have going on? <laughs> and then I love that Kelly's oh, like, we don't like do our homework or clean our rooms or anything. And like most of my friends, you know, their parents are home all the time. So like over the weekend when they have like a curfew and they have to be home at a certain time, I'm just like, whatever. I don't have to be home. Right. And then I love that her mom was like, see you Friday. And I was like, so your mom's here. Like, so she's here just to be clear. Right. So she like, comes like every two days. And then later she was grounded. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I just I have, have questions, questions. Kelly. Yeah. Um, also, Kelly's mm-hmm. long, stringy brown hair oh. with a side part. I remember thinking she was really cool when this first aired. Same. Like, I wanted to look like Kelly. I wanted to be yeah. Kelly. And now I'm I, like, no offense to Kelly, but like, 
she's nothing to write home about. Like I couldn't no. take her out of the lineup. Bless her heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love that then, so she has dinner with her family. They like order in Chinese and she says something like, ah, just like classic. So good. Um, and <laughs> Kelly goes out to dinner and then suggests to her friends, she was like, if, what if we just like don't go to school for a year and we like go to Europe and, and her friend goes, oh, what? And is like totally taken aback. She's by very stressed out. She's like, excuse. Yeah. I was like, hold on. Yeah, that was me. That would have been me. I would have been like, you're a fucking psycho, Kelly. (laughs) And then Sebastian shows up because he's friends with one of Kelly's friends who's there. And he's like, hair sweep. He's like, can I hang out with Megan? But Kelly's pretty hot. (laughs) Um, And it is our our intro to Sebastian. I kept writing their ages. I kept being like, fifth. Fucking teens. I know. Six fucking teens. I know. And if I were They're their parents, so little. it's like Laguna Beach. Like if I were their parents, I'd be like, absolutely oh not. You're not going on a reality show where you party. Like, no, Bravo is no. forever. Right. Bravo is forever. <laughs> Truly. Look at us. 30 somethings watching this show. Come on. Still? Yeah. Come on. Uh, I also uh, love that Sebastian's like, mm-hmm. I hook up with like two to three girls in a night, maybe more. And I'm oh like, my- when he says hook up, I'm like, surely you don't mean having sex. Like you mean no. you like kiss on the mouth, like three girls in a night, which also, ew, in a COVID world, ew. I'm like, you're disgusting. Just macaroni kisses, sharing the same mouth kiss with Saliva. other humans. No. Well, give it oh. a little time, like go ew. home, brush your teeth and then make out with someone else. Maybe he just carries a little bottle of list, a little Listerine. Yeah. Just, you know. A little swig. Um, yeah, and I love it. He's like, why date one girl when you can hook up with a bunch? <laughs> and Kelly is into Sebastian, and she puts her digits into his BlackBerry. You know I was so lit on all this BlackBerry talk. Ugh. Oh, God, and, like, I miss the my handling, BlackBerry. right? The, Ugh. like, prop work of the BlackBerry. I also love that Kelly's really? like, I think Sebastian's cute. And, like, he's a really nice kid. And I feel like when you call another kid a kid, it means you're like uh-uh. into them, but you're trying to like act like you like don't care. Yeah. Right. And he's like, and she's like, I'm like one year older. So, you know, I've had like a little more experience in Sebastian has. <laughs> um, and which is what they all do, like PCs of fucking senior and they're juniors. I know. And he's such a fucking twat. He's like, hello, oh children. God. I'm like, fuck oh, you, PC. You're like six months older than them. Truly. Uh, then we get our favorite Camille. Uh, with we some stand Camille. Class- we stand her so hard. We get some classical Baroque music underscoring Obsessed. all this. She's like, I'm Camille. I'm 17 years old. I'm a junior and I live on the Upper West Side. My family is very wealthy, but we're not billionaires. We're definitely in the top 1%, the top half a percent. I don't want to apologize for having money. It's good. I mean, famous first words, famous first words. She then continues to say, my life is totally planned. I will go to Harvard and then I will be the business head of a genetics firm. And then at 40, I will have a husband and two girls. And I was like, well, we have our Blair Waldorf, ladies and gents. Jesus I also Christ. love her realistic planning where she's like, I yes. surely won't have time to be a mother until I'm 40 years old. I'm like, you know what? Yes. Same. Yes. I mean, same. I know. I was like, wow, that's really fucking refreshing. Yeah. She was like, I don't know that Amy Poehler would say the same thing, but I then will find out that Amy Poehler would say the same thing. Yes. Love that for her. Love that for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I love this super tense scene between Camille and her mom, Cinda, at lunch. Also, her name, oh. Cinda, sounds like an abbreviation oh. for Cinderella, which I knew you'd yes. love. Oh, my God. Lucinda. Ooh, <laughs> maybe it is. I know. Maybe I it that. is. And then they're freaking out about... Camille's SAT score and 
they basically need to be perfect for her to get into Harvard. And Camille took the SATs as a junior because she wants to be prepared. And she's like, the SATs are really important because they could affect the rest of my future. And she sees her score and she scored the top percentile, which is good. Insane. Like literally insane. In fucking, I could never have scored that high on my SATs. And Camille's insane. She's not pleased. She's like, I mean, Okay, but you know, I truly believe I can achieve a perfect score. So I will work until I do. I'll do anything it takes. <laughs> I truly believe that Camille would like murder someone to get into Harvard at this point in her life. Yeah. I mean, a la Blair Waldorf with Yale. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I loved her discussing this with her mom at brunch. And I like at the same time, absolutely could relate to this when you know when you're a teenager and you're like you're like I just need a break I need a break all of my teachers want me to write essays all the time and then you're like you're like having brunch at like you know fucking like a French restaurant in the village with your mother and like it's just too much to bear but I like totally get that I remember feeling that way as a teenager and it's just so silly now I know know, like Oh, bless Your parents our are like, hearts. yeah, okay. Right, right. Um, and uh, yeah, and she, she was like, I just don't want to be the person who has so much potential and does nothing. And I said, wow, okay, well, that hits a little close to home. Um, I know. Like, you know, Camille, don't drag wow. me like that. Yeah, don't drag me. And she was like, it's a, it's a Sunday morning. I just want to relax. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I just feel you, girl. I get I loved, it. I, get I it. loved that. Yeah, that she started the conversation by being like, mom, we're going to look at my SAT scores. And Cinda's <laughs> like, yay, okay. And then when, <laughs> when Cinda's like, okay, so what are you going to do for community service? Because you have to do community service. Like, that's where Camille has to draw a line yes. and be like, I just want to relax. Isn't that the it's the most teenage thing ever. It's like it's like we can talk about what I want to talk about. If you ask me a question that causes me to have to think in like a logical way about anything else, I simply cannot. Oh, my God. I just oh, my God. I remember I would always tell my mom like who I had a crush on and then she would ask follow up questions. and I'd be like, Mom, stop. And it's like, okay, Uh, I brought it up. A la Taylor and her mom. Yeah. For ballet supplies. I live for Taylor's oh mom. My, she's I, so fucking annoying and I love her. She's so great. And I'm sure they were like, just annoy her. Keep asking her questions, you know? And she's like, I like, feel like, okay. Like you can feel the lead in so much like from these, from like the questions these kids ask, like they don't hide it as well as the housewives, you know, no. it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, go, just go ask them. Like I can like yeah. feel the producers next yes. to them. Yeah. They're like, so dot dot dot. Like, I love how they start everything like, well, anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm like, I god, oh god. It like being makes a- me clench my butt thinking me about too. being a teenager. And being a producer on this show must have been so stressful because like you have to like pull a storyline out of these like derpy uh, teenage kids. Sweet little babies. babies. Taylor. Oh, 15 years sweet. old. Sweetest reminds me oh. of my little sister. Oh my god, your little sister is so cute. I can't. They literally so like precious. look the same. They do. <laughs> they really do. Oh my god, your little sister is so cute. Love her. Um, and I love that she was like Taylor's the like quote unquote relatable one. Mm-hmm. Even though still like the fact that they live in a home on the Upper East Side and she's going to a public school on the Upper East Side, like. It's still, you know, they have money. Like, totally. You know, they're fine. They're not billionaires. Um, 
And so she goes to a public school, lives with her mom. Her parents are divorced. Um, I love that she, in the first scene, declared. Um, she was like, I'm going to have a party and tells her mom, just like flat out tells her she's going to have one because uh, she's like, it's important to be perceived as having money. And I love that Taylor's like always second guessing what she's saying as she's saying it in any instance. The like, anxiety. Com- yeah, she's like, I just want to die but i'm alive and i'm talking (laughs) and i'm like no i'm bless your sweet little teenage soul she's so Um, awkward and cute she really is and i yeah i love her mom i love it she was like no you cannot have a party unless you tell me who's going like very jill zarin energy yes um and uh and she's like well uh if i asked her she wouldn't have said yes so i just skipped a step (laughs) <laughs> um, and also, was her mom in a Blackhawk shirt? Because I think she was. Didn't even notice. I'll have to go back. Just saying. Oh, good old Marcy, a Blackhawks fan. I also loved um, Taylor's. There was an outfit she was wearing at school. She was in leggings, a long tank top, mm. and tall, dark brown Uggs. And I was uh. like, wowie zowie. And then her like red, like streaky highlights yes. and her black hair. I was like, yes. whoa, Taylor, you're so hip. We've been there. I probably like really wanted that look and that vibe in 2009. I know. I know. I was like, whoa, Taylor and her like cool, like red highlights make her look really like mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. She's like the cool. Yeah. She's like the cool non prep school kid. Yeah. Made her cool, you know? Totally. She's just like humble and like poor in floppy air quotes. Floppy air quote, poor. Right, right. Anyone else is rich. Yes. (laughs) Extremely. The top one half percent. Top Uh, one half. (laughs) Top half percent. And then Sebastian's sitting on a park bench in a douchey velvet blazer and he has (laughs) Kelly on speaker. And she's meeting up with him so that they can go shopping downtown. And I just have to say, I loved Kelly's outfit. She was in this like, bubble hem tank top, a shearling camel jacket, a big bag, and then like skinny jeans with cognac colored wedge boots. And I was like, the moment. Honestly, it was absolutely the moment. Like couldn't think of a more like later aughts, early aughts moment. Yes. And Sebastian's like, Kelly's personality is like really cool. And that's what makes her so cute. And she's like modeling clothes. And Sebastian (laughs) thinks that Kelly could be his girlfriend, but like he wants to grow up with as many girls as possible. I also just like died from her making him like go shopping. Like, I feel like I definitely did that with guys that I liked. And like, God bless them all for pretending like they cared about anything more than just making out. You know what I mean? Oh God, I never, well, I never even like, I didn't get a lot of attention from boys in high school. So I don't think I really had the oh. opportunity to do this. I feel like this was junior high for me because like in nice. high school, I was literally Camille. So yeah. <laughs> you're like, I didn't have time for I did fashion not. shows. I was like, I'm going to Princeton. That was yeah. me. Didn't well, happen, kids. You got That's into okay. Harvard. So unlike Camille, you did get into Harvard. <laughs> and it must be said. Put it on my tombstone. Yeah. Do it on my arm like Sheena Shea. Yeah. Taylor Meredith, she got into Harvard. <laughs> um, I also like the thought actually, though, of being like an awkward high schooler oh, and trying on clothes for a boy oh I liked, God. like makes my cheeks flush. Like it actually, yeah. to me, sounds like something you must be very confident to do. So like kudos to Kelly for that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Kelly is really confident. Like, I love that she later in the episode doesn't give a fuck. And as soon as he starts talking to Taylor, she's like, he was like talking to Taylor. So I was like over at. Yeah. She's like, I'm like, I'm going to go. I love that. Like, she was like, okay, the time. And I'm sure the producers were like, leave, leave. 
yeah. just leave. get up and leave. I would but not I have love that, that for sophisticated. Her. Yeah. No, no, I love that for her. Um, and Camille calls and invites Kelly to Taylor's party in Flavier. <laughs> her party at like a Japanese restaurant. So it's like almost just like a big group dinner. It's a big dinner. It was definitely a group dinner. It was not a, not party. a party. I know. It reminded me of like in high school when you like and a big group of friends would be like, we're going to run of Japan tonight. And it was like a big deal to go. <laughs> and like you would like dress up to go to run of Japan, a.k.a. Yes. Ron John. Oh, well, and for me, it was P.F. Chang. So there mm-hmm. there was always like some Asian inspired restaurant yes, where you would like yes. put on your cutest, like spiky heels and yes. wide like je- or like skinny jeans and a yes. tank top. And you'd be like, OK, we're going. The amount of like pointed toe black Steve Madden pumps yes. or BCBG pumps that I like went through. I mean, I I don't think I would wear those now until I was like 45, but That's like I lived, I lived in those shoes, lived in those shoes. Uh, wow. What I felt we doing? so sexy. I was like, I'm an adult. Yeah. I was like, I'm in bootcut jeans and I'm an adult. Yes. Um, I, oh yeah. And so um, Camille invites Kelly and Kelly's like, I'm going to bring Sebastian. I'm going to bring Sebastian. And we cut to Taylor's party and floppy air quotes um and the divide between private school and public school is very tense it's it's a moment like <laughs> it's literally like west side story um and and my favorite thing ever my probably my favorite line from the entire episode <laughs> except for Jesse saying, I really got a kick out of this, except for Jesse saying, like, you threw a motherfucking water bottle at me. Incredible. Which made me fucking snort was um, Camille sitting down and going, so how did y'all get forced into coming here? And I was obsessed. (laughs) I've never heard a better entry line into a party where I knew no one ever. I love that for her love her so much like she's so fucking funny and then this girl's like what are you doing on new year's because i know of this party in a loft in the 50s it's like a private school kid and they're like we we can't go that that would be weird and so like and camille and kelly are like what the fuck like it's there's this weird like we said sharks versus jets tension <laughs> over new year's eve plans betwixt boy, boy. The, mm-hmm. the public school kids and the private school kids also, okay, I know Sebastian comes in and says he's the only boy, but like, I swear to God, there was another guy at that table who they briefly showed who looked like one of Kyle Mooney's characters, and I would really <laughs> like to give it up to him. Maybe oh it was gosh. Kyle Mooney. So It probably was Kyle Mooney, honestly. <laughs> my fucking dream. Oh my gosh, I would love to be at a random awkward party, party, floppy air quote with Kyle uh, Mooney. And- <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my God. I would fall in love with him. That's when he right? would fall in love. Yep. <laughs> yep. And he's like, Sebastian in classic high school boy fashion is just like, whoa, whoa, there are a lot of girls here. It's like, <laughs> and it's like literally all these girls sitting at this table and they're just like giggling. Sebastian yes. just looks kind of confused. And Camille's like, you should feel pretty awkward. Uh, yeah, she's and, like trying to flirt in a Camille way. He's like, no, thank you. But he and Taylor <laughs> start eyeing each other and chatting. Uh, and Taylor's like, yeah, I think Sebastian's really cute. And they like bond over their love of like French. And yeah. Kelly's like, well, I'm going to leave. <laughs> Obsessed. And then here's what I love. This show, 
the only plot for this entire show is that something happens and then someone retells it or like restates exactly what we just saw. Yes. So we're getting a recap in real time, like not like their reaction to it, like in Housewives. It's like, oh, someone got in a fight, you know, or they would, you know, the, I love when the Bravo editors get kitschy and they'll be like, and then, then it was like, boop, and they'll like make it like something yeah. funny and ridiculous. But this is so earnest, literally... <laughs> Yes. Camille recapping what has happened and what we just saw. Like- yeah, she's like, so we were sitting at the table and Sebastian walked up and it's like, we fucking know, Camille. We, know. we literally just watched. And then Taylor's like, I thought he was really cute. And we see her like smirking at him. I'm like, this is all happening at the same time. Yeah, we know. Yes, it's so, so bizarre. And I love that Camille was like, uh, Kelly was jealous. And so then we decided to leave. And I was like, thanks. We saw we saw it. Yeah, we saw it, Camille, Camille. We couldn't possibly understand what's happening in this story without you. Thank you so much for narrating. Thank you so much. What was what was Kyle's line? Uh, oh, shut up, Camille. No, that's shut up. Oh, you're, you're such a fucking liar, liar Camille. Camille. Except, except <laughs> our Camille only tells the truth. So she only grateful. tells the truth. How'd you get forced into being here? <laughs> I'm going to say that. I don't know. The next time I ever am around people, I can't wait to use that at a day. My cat's like really showing off in the background, taking a bath. So I just want to dream. Just wanted everyone to know. Um, Then we cut to Jesse shopping and oh my her. Oh my God. (laughs) She's She's so triggering. Like she's mean. She's mean. Y'all Hannah's triggered. She does remind me of someone who was very mean to me uh, in junior high. So I'm like, oh, uh, she's that like girl a little who, hard like, to watch. she's very rich and she yep. like guys have a crush on her because she's like rich and confident but you're like i'm literally cuter than her what is happening yeah but she's rich and, and like and confident well, yeah exactly for no reason yeah yes. exactly like you know she's she's not actually confident she's it's completely forced but, but she's it really works. good at faking it in a way that like exactly. i have never been same same um, and so she's stopping with or shopping with her stylist and her stylist is like, y'all are like the real gossip girl. Or, well, and I mean, in my mind, I really wanted her stylist to sound like, like Daddy Davis. They're like, oh, y'all are like the real gossip girl. <laughs> but <laughs> she did not. I wish. Alas, I wish. And and Jesse, I mean, hot take. And then it's like. She's like, I hate that show because all the freshmen go to all the places they put on the show and their trailers are in my way when I'm trying to catch a cab. And I said, I cannot. My Jesse keeps evolving. I don't know where she's from. No, no, it's great because her voice is fucking annoying. I cannot with the plant of this question and I cannot with her response to said question too much. I liked eating at FTK until they like found it. And I was I'm like, like wow, you're so annoying. I know. I was like, wow, we get it. We knew that question was going to happen. We get it. Uh. And we got it in that first episode. Then Jesse <laughs> and her friend Zoe are at dinner. And Zoe wants to take Jesse to Irene Albright, which is this like cool vintage clothing store. And mm-hmm. Zoe's like, I wear clothes that are less than $20 sometimes. And Jesse's like, sometimes. Yeah. And Jesse's like, that's because you're so downtown. And they just want to meet so many fashion people. And I just have to say, it was so 2010s to be like a fashion girl, like yes. between the hills and yes. this. I feel like if you were a teenage girl in the 2010s, like you just like love designers and so yeah. like into fashion. Right. That's so true. Like, it was Taylor like Taylor from the Rachel Zoe Project, Olivia yes. Palermo. Like it was a trickle it, down. 
Yeah, I think so. In the way that people now are like, I want to get into social media. Like yes. then people were like, I want to get into fashion. Like, I want to be a podcaster. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Weird. That's it's like, like crickets. What <laughs> we do. Yeah. 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 Record mm-hmm. scratch. Right. <laughs> that was a little record. Um, I love that Jesse was going to this thing and it's like fashion and art. And they kept saying this fashion thing. And I was like, can you just say what the fuck it is? It's a gallery opening, right? What the fuck are we doing here? Right? She's like, I need to network with people for Operation Smile. I want you all to, listeners, drink every time we say Operation Smile and you will literally black out um, by the end of this episode. Absolutely. Um, Zoe asks, she's like, what's the deal with you and PC? And Jesse swears that they're just best friends now. Um, and then the way Zoe responded and goes, that's the million dollar question. <laughs> and I, I fucking died. I was like, what is happening here? I think Zoe is actually like a 65-year-old woman yes, who's like agreed. Benjamin buttoning backwards. Like the way she carries herself. She's like, oh, yes. I love vintage stores. I love Irene Albright. <laughs> it's like because Irene Albright is like her old lady best friend. <laughs> okay. She, okay, first of all, PC reminds me of Josh Flagg from Million Dollar Listing. Yes. Los Angeles, uh, to a T. Um, in which case, Zoe would be the best friend like zoe is a female version version of josh flag totally yep, yep. Mm-hmm. old people mm-hmm. energy in these young people bodies yes oh my god please tell us about this facebook group called the gossip group oh my god so there's a gossip group on facebook and jesse is of course displeased by it she's like you know it, it was like jl spotted getting out of mystery car with some with the same guy from summer looks like she's up to old habits i mean yeah i was getting out of someone's car but like why do you care? And then she's like, PC's here. I got to go. So apparently there's this like faux gossip girl Facebook group. And Jesse does not appreciate being like profiled in it. But I'm like, Jesse, yes, you do. This is what annoys yes, me. Is she's do. like, like it, she acts like she's so above all this. And so does PC. And I'm like, you both love it so much. Like you're yeah. deeply entrenched in it and you wouldn't yes. have it any other way. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. That's that. I, that I would probably be one of my biggest pet peeves. Like if you like something like it and don't be afraid of it making you seem basic. Don't be afraid of it making you seem weird. Like fuck everyone else. If they think you're weird, like if you like being in the scene, be in the fucking scene, but do not sit, do not complain about it and still be in the scene. Right. That drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. And her being like, I just don't appreciate that. They're like a ton of freshmen trying to go to STK. It's like, okay, well, they're allowed to want to be in the scene too. Like you're not the only one who's allowed to be in the scene. You did not like find like SDK. It's not like you're the first person to eat there. Like it's their trendy spots on Gossip Girl for a reason. Like you're not original. Oh, my God. And I love it. She was like, I love New York, but I don't love how many people talk about each other in New York. And I was like, like, like that's anywhere else. I I don't. What do you? I love that she also speaks about herself. Like she's a fucking celebrity. Like, yes, dear I God. <laughs> um, I know. 
And so Jesse leaves and she keeps calling the event a fashion event. And Kelly and Camille show up and everyone else who is there is like an elder on TikTok. They're all in their mid 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, and PC leaves Jesse to go say hi to Kelly and Camille. And Jesse gets fucking irate. Again, reminding me of the girl who was mean to me in junior high. And I said, OMG, this really is an archetype of a human yes. who is like the best friend of the guy. And if the guy actually wants to like maybe talk to another human being, they lose their shit and make them leave because they just won't admit their feelings. And it drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. It's messed up. And like, yeah, Jesse's so passive aggressive and like rude to Camille and Kelly. Camille's like, so who do you know here? And Jesse's looking down at her black bay and she's like, the question goes back to you. And it's like, what? Can you imagine having the audacity to say that to someone? No. And Camille's like, oh, like you can tell Camille and Kelly are like, what the fuck is going on? And then she's like, these are my actual friends. And I'm like, you're so unfortunate and annoying. She's the worst. The worst. And I like that PC doesn't really indulge it. He just continues talking with Camille and Kelly and he like bonds with Camille over like where their Hamptons homes are. And PC gets Kelly's number and Kelly's like, he is like, (laughs) Like really stylish. Like they're like stylish guys. He's like <laughs> super stylish. <laughs> I I also loved how Camille was like, not many guys would have the confidence to double kiss two girls. And I, <laughs> I just love that line. Because he thinks he's so sophisticated. Uh, he thinks he's like an old European man. Yeah, and I then I also it. I also loved when Jesse came up behind PC <laughs> like a shark and she's like, I want to leave. <laughs> I was like, okay, Jesse, like you're not like if you want to hang out with PC alone, then hang out with PC alone, but don't bring him to this event and then expect him to like not talk to anyone else. Oh my God. I loved in her interview or confessional. No, interview. Confessional is like the real world. Either way. Uh, um, what do they call it for housewives? Their interview look? I guess interview, but I always say confessional. Yeah. I don't confessional. I love that. Okay, great. Um, and and she's like, if he Operation Smile. He's like, if he wants to make new friends, then he wants to make new friends. And she's smiling so fucking hard. Manic. It's manic. Absolutely manic. And then I love that PC is like, I mean, if she doesn't want to make new friends, then I I get that. But like, I do. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. I mean, PC is an asshole. But I was like, oh, no. I'm like, you tell her, PC. Yeah, I know. I feel bad for him. And in that like hellishly tense car ride, Jesse's like, (gasps) I really was like going there to meet people in the business. I wasn't going there to meet anyone my age. And Uh... Jesse's just like, yeah, not interested in meeting new people during her senior year. She just wants to be around her close friends. Oh, God. I also can't stand like, okay, well, I I should explain myself because I, I feel like we both as fire signs have like a small, very close group of friends. Yeah. But like. I it makes me so upset when people are like, I have my friends, no more friends. And like, not not even like, oh, no, we don't have to be best fucking friends. Like, just be nice. Just kick it. Just be nice. Yeah, I I hate that shit. It's not an all or nothing thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you can have your besties and then you can have your friends and you can be nice to people, whether you're close friends with them or not. Exactly. Um. And PC comes over to Jesse's house and Zoe is there. I also love that Jesse's house, they had a fucking Steinway piano in her living room in the middle of New York fucking city. Insanity. The amount of money it must have cost to get that unbelievably expensive piano into their 
up condo. there. I know. Because they were like, high the fuck up. I was like, you are like on like the 25th to 30th floor of some <laughs> building. <laughs> I have vertigo just thinking about that piano uh, like falling out of the building. Uh, and PC's like, I'm going to have dinner with Kelly. Um, and he's like, no, just because it's a girl, it doesn't mean that we are going to hook up. And PC invites Jesse to join, um, you know, to abide her. And then she just changes the subject. I was like, oh, my God. I also loved when Jesse's like, if it's after seven, it means it's a date. And then Zoe super deadpan is like, so make it 630. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jesse's phone is being loud and PC's like, can you turn that shit off? <laughs> and Jesse's like, I don't want to go to dinner. And Zoe's just like, blink, blink, blink. And Jesse's okay. like, I'm moving on. I love the idea that Zoe is like a 65, is like a golden girl who's Benjamin L- Bunny. <laughs> Literally. Because she is. <laughs> then make it 630. I'm obsessed. She's fully like B. Arthur. Oh my God. I was just listening to, I always talk about Smart List, but Mitch Horowitz, yeah. uh, Horowitz was on there. And I didn't realize he was, uh, he ended up being, he was a showrunner and then ended up, I think he was a showrunner. Um, or he start. he didn't start as a showrunner, but for Golden Girls. And he <gasps> wrote for it for a long time. And he was just talking about like all of them. And Sean Hayes is a super fan. So just Aww. hearing like Sean Hayes like geek out and ask questions about all of them, I was like, fuck, they were all so fucking talented. That's I really love cool. that show. It's so good. It's, it's perfect. It's so fucking perfect. It, they're so talented. I know. It's just like a soothing uh, balm for the yes. senses. A sensible chapstick, if you will. Yeah, a sensible chapstick for the senses. Mm-hmm. I also loved in this scene that it's so high school to get mad at each other over like how loud your cell phone is. Yes. You're like, you I can't handle shot. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like everything is so like everyone's out of 10 all the time. Yeah, because your hormones are like yeah. Um, are we with Tay? Tay Yeah, Taylor and her mom, Marcy. (laughs) And they're shopping for uh, ballet supplies, which I lived for. Um, And she's grilling her uh, about Sebastian. So he's like, how tall is he? How small is he? Uh, What kind of hair does he have? Is it long? Is it short? (laughs) I was obsessed with her. Um, She's like, how'd the potty go? And Taylor's like, oh my God. Like, no, I don't. <laughs> and then I loved in her confessional, she goes, I don't think I take boy advice from her because she's divorced and doesn't have a boyfriend. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking spit water out of my mouth when she said that. I so fucking mean. died. It's so mean. <laughs> and she's like, no. she uh, and, and Marcy's like, who are you texting now? And she's like, I'm BBMing Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> So embarrassed, and I love it. And there was this like goofy, like Rumpelstiltskin music yes. that was like poopy, poopy, poppy, Rumpel. I'm just find an excuse to bring him up because I miss him. <laughs> I but I loved the goofy music. Same. Oh my gosh. Also, last night on Dancing with the Stars, um, or this week on Dancing with the Stars, it was Disney night. Um, and I know I was texting you about it. Uh, I just had the update. Jojo Jojo Siwa did um a, a dance, a Cinderella dance, and she mm. was the prince. <sighs> and when I tell you, I wept the entire time. I need to my, watch this. I mean, she is so brilliant, but like truly, like my queer heart was just like little girl seeing this. 
I I can't. I get so emotional thinking about it. But bringing it up because of Goofy Music, aka a Goofy movie, and Cody, the Peloton uh, instructor, did uh, a dance to stand out, and it made me think of you. But I was like, okay, but like a bit of a missed opportunity to not do eye to eye. If I'm being honest, of all the song, of all the Powerline songs you could do, wait, Cody, the Peloton guy is on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Oh my God. I love Cody the Peloton guy. I, I like, don't even know him. Great. I've only seen like two of his TikToks, but he seems cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. But I like, I was like, but standout is not it. Like eye to eye, but his costume was unreal. I love Disney night because they just throw so much fucking money at those costumes and the sets. We love it. It was really stunning. And then Jan from the office literally slayed. So, you know, it was a great night. It was a Amazing. 10 out of 10 for me. I'm thrilled Anyways, for you. Sorry. No, just you're really, good. I, I, I thought to myself, I wish Hannah and I could wear these Powerline costumes together. <sighs> Only my dream. Except you would be Roxanne and I, Roxanne? Yeah. yeah. What's her name? Roxanne. Yeah. And I would really like to be Max Goof and or Powerline. <laughs> you would totally pull it off. <laughs> I, another right. Halloween is going by and I'm not dressing up as Roxanne and I like, it's a missed no, opportunity, we're gonna do- but. We're going to do it and we're going to go to Disneyland. We're going to go to the Oogie Boogie Bash and we will dress up because that would fucking blow people's minds. Time, timestamp, timestamp. Sebastian's at dinner with his friend Gabe, who looks like he'd work at Facebook, and they're coming up with a code. <laughs> it's crony. I was like, like this crony such Gabe. Such a crony. Yeah. And they're coming yes. up with a code on how they'll assess who they like better on their double date. Sebastian fancies himself a player, a real Casanova. And these girls show up and they want to know if Sebastian knows French. And Sebastian's like, knowing French is a huge plus. Girls really like it. And he mumbles something in French. And he's like, that means, uh, um, you're really hot. And he like swoops oh. his hair to the left, which is the code that he and his crony Gabe came up with. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to marry you tonight. And this girl, Remy, is like, want to go to Vegas? And I'm like, you're 16 years old. Oh, my God. It was it was a lot. I also loved Sebastian opening the scene by saying, my passion is probably hooking up with girls. Um <laughs> And which I died for. I love that he referred to his crony Davis as wingman. Um, also love that his date was named Remy, a.k.a. the rat of our dreams, a.k.a. star of the one and only Pixar film Ratatouille. Of course. Um, there are a lot of pluses for me. Um, and uh, when Sebastian <laughs> said, you're not, um, or she was like, so are you all dating anybody else? And Sebastian's like, He's like, I'm not into relationships. And she's like, yeah, same. I'm mixed on that. Yeah. Um, and Sebastian saying that relationships were for when you're old, when you're 25 and you're ready to be a dad. I was like, put me in a casket. I love the teenager logic. Unlike Camille, he doesn't uh, have it. I mean, like his logic is insane. Camille's is sensible. So skewed. Yeah. yeah. So skewed. Oh, my God. I was fu- I was dead. I was dead. Lived for yeah. it. Lived. Then PC, Kelly, and Camille are out to dinner. And plot twist. PC did not know Camille was coming. He was under the impression <laughs> that he and Kelly were getting dinner, just the two of them. And they walk up and PC's like, that's funny. I had no idea you were coming. And Kelly asks PC what Jesse is like. And they've been friends since sixth grade. And I also loved that Kelly was like, why would he say that? Like, yeah, say that. <laughs> and <laughs> then they discuss Apparition Smile. 
And Camille's like, I really need to do some charity work. So I really want to get on the Operation Smile Committee. And PC's like, no, totally. Yeah, I'll put a good word with Jesse. The, you know, the more the merrier. And Camille's like fully using PC because she needs to work with Operation Smile to get to Harvard. Yes. Um, but, you know, no shame in her game. Camille knows what she's doing and she wants to go to Harvard and she'll yeah. do anything it takes, as she said. I the bitch is not working and I love that for her. Like, yes. She was doing great. Um, I then loved how she would talk shit about PC in her confessional. Um, and Kelly then starts talking about how she's grounded. Um, and then and then PC is basically making fun of them because they still get grounded, even though like he is one year older than them. Um, and he's like, so what are y'all <laughs> like 12? Um, and Camille's like, I you're you're being too abrasive. Um, and then PC called them little bitches in his confessional. Oh my God. Literally. They're literally like little fucking young bitches that don't know what they're talking about. But like, I don't want to say that. I'm like, okay, well you just did. Uh, you you just did. You fucking twat. Yeah. He's such a dick. Uh, uh. Then cut to PC in his full Chuck Bass OOTD. And he's like, yeah, so I asked Jesse to get like a couple drinks. And I'm like, what drinks? Shirley Temple's like extra grenadine. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Um, and they show up at this like bar and they're sitting at a table and she's like, so PC, like, what are you doing this weekend? And I think he's like, oh, I'm going to get together with some old gal friends. And she's like, oh, gal friends. And Jesse asks about his date with Kelly and he's like over it. Uh, and she's like, I should set you up. And PC's like, yeah, I'm just like done with the high school crowd. And um, I was noticed. I noted that the way PC talks is like so affected and reminds me of like Sebastian from Cruel Intentions. Yes, agreed. like I feel like Cruel 100%. Intentions was a like good comp, a huge part of like PC like forming his identity. Absolutely, that's a great comp. Mm-hmm. Right, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. And I also love that he was like, I don't want to date myself because that'd be like that's the most egotistical thing. Like saying, so oh, this person is just like me. Like, are you kidding? Like, so narcissistic. And I was like, I'm, I, I can't even point out the irony. You know, I just have to let it lay. Let it lay. <laughs> let it it's lay. Wild. It's Wait, wild. And I didn't, I didn't note this. What is it about? What makes PC throw a water bottle at Jesse? <laughs> okay. So Jesse says, well, like who operation smile. She's like, who is it that you want to date? And PC then gets super fucking defensive. Um, and is like, um, he's like, uh, if I knew who I wanted to date, I wouldn't be asking for your help. Pause. Chuck's water bottle at her and then goes <laughs> and says, make it happen. And oh! Jesse pauses and says my favorite line you threw a motherfucking bottle of water at me <laughs> and then tells him she's like it's not all about you pc and he's like it is and he's doing one of those teenager things where he like he's aware of what he's saying and he's making himself giggle like watching him he like he's so aware of himself being filmed like you can tell he like says something and then he's like he like can't not laugh at himself <laughs> Oh my God. When he did it's that snapping, amazing. make it happen. I was like, you're oh, such a little I would have, fucker. I would have slapped him in the face. a fucker. Absolutely. 
And to which then he, she, Jesse leaves because she's like, I'm done with your attitude. And he's like, he's like, I didn't throw water at her. Like the cap was still on. I mean, she should have caught it anyway. And then he's like, Ugh, she's such a <laughs> one bleep, please. Oh my God. Hannah it's wild I'm like bravo Jesus Christ like way to air this and I'm also like like how how are the women in your life treated if you think that you can call women and fucking little bitches like terrible yeah and throw a full bottle I actually think throwing an unopened full bottle of water at someone is worse because that could actually hurt. It would hurt. You. Yeah. Pissed either way. Oh, I was like, oh wow, that would have like literally made me see red. I like cannot. It's so ridiculous. I know. I really like felt for Jesse uh, in that moment. And then, too. where does this end? Outside, PC calls Jesse to apologize, and she's like, "You threw a fucking bottle of water at me. I can't even look at you." And PC says in his <laughs> confessional that he loves her, and then she like forgives oh him immediately, and they're like, "Okay, we're fine." And he's like, "Love you," and she's like, "Love you too." And that was literally the end of the episode. Like thirty second fight, classic high schoolers. Oh, I just love it. She's like, "I can't even look at you." <laughs> I like literally this show makes me laugh out loud. Like I love it. so. It's truly like comedic gold. And I love that we get a a, like a clip of like what's coming up this season. And there's like dating and hijinks and fashion week and Mm -hmm. alcohol and virginity talk and saggy ball sack Mm -hmm. beanies at every turn. The saggy ball sack beanie of it all. (laughs) We're going to see it all season long title title of the episode yeah mm-hmm. i literally it's like if you were in a bar which you shouldn't be at but you have a fake id you would be whipped in the face with beanie after beanie right fake ball sack of a beanie after fake ball sack of a beanie at every turn everyone was doing is safe that like link from zelda little like ball yes! sack hat at that time and i had oh i had a God. green one i had one yes I had a green one too we went okay full i link. will say we really <laughs> I felt like I was very elfish in mine. Like I really, mine wasn't like, <laughs> like a collected ball sack, but it was more of like, it just had no shape. It was gigantic. It just like- And so then it would still hang on. Yeah, it would still hang, but like it didn't like, it. W- yeah, it, it wouldn't like put an indent in my hair. There was no elastic. So it was fucking pointless. It would fall off my head all the time. Oh, but it no. It, yes, look I'm sure you looked amazing. Time. Mine was look like olive green time. and like heavy knit and yes. it would it stayed on my head very yes. nicely. And then it like, yeah, poofed like a ball sack in the back. And I felt like <laughs> a, an Olsen twin every time I wore it. I feel like mine was like an overstretched stocking, like a Christmas stocking. Yes. You know, like that a little nightcap. <laughs> <laughs> I also oh, love that wow. the last line of this, like coming up this season on NYC prep, Jesse goes, what am I supposed yeah. to say? Like, hi, I'm on the Upper East Side and I have a credit card. I don't know what I spend every month. My mom doesn't work. She never has. <laughs> and that's the end. I'm like, yeah, that's well, that was basically your entire story arc. So yeah, there you go. That is what you're supposed to say, Jesse, because oh that is your God. truth. Oh, my God. This show really delights me. Like, it's so fun also recapping a not only a reality show with you, which like we never do. I know. Um, but I don't think we ever have. We've no. only done like Disney movies and Gossip Girl. It's a new era. Um, 
It is a new era, and I'm so excited just like brainstorming all of the amazing one-off reality shows we can do. Oh. I like just love the idea of us not doing anything that has more than a season. <laughs> oh, totally. The theme of this Patreon is One Season yeah. Wonders. One Season Wonders, baby. I love it. I'm so glad you wanted to recap this. This literally, I, I clearly could not stop laughing. I just find it hilarious. I'm delighted and I cannot uh, wait to see what these crazy kids put us through the rest of this season. And I think it's particularly fun that like we're like about the same age as them. And yes. so it's fun to be able to reminisce on our own like 2009 experiences uh-huh. while making fun of theirs. Oh, it's the best. It's truly the best. Maybe oh. we should try and get in touch with some of that NYC prep kids. <gasps> Maybe they should join us on the steps. Um, Legit, if Camille joined us on the steps, I would okay. die. We're going to try and make this happen. Patrons. I think we definitely can. We have to. I, we have okay. a duty. We're going to make it happen. All right. All right. Yeah. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it for y'all. For yeah, sure. Yeah, we will. We will. Uh, well, well, thank you all so much for joining us on the patron, Patreon on the Patreon. <laughs> yes. Supporting us in this podcast. Yes. We're delighted. We're delighted you're here. We can't wait to keep bringing you nonsense and Kiki's and more of this iconic and classic show NYC prep. Yep. Well, we'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.